0: welcome welcome to the midlife reboot podcast and welcome youtube so i'm heather McAllister. i am a midlife coach i help women in midlife reinvent themselves get over stress feel better do all the good things and i am on here today talking about midlife reinvention so let me just See if I can. I don't know why my mouse keeps getting stuck on my page for some reason. I have a feeling it's going to close out. Okay, there we go. All right, so bear with me, guys. I am going to open this all up and I am not seamless (laughs) in this whole process at all. Okay. (laughs) All right, so we're talking to midlife women that is who I speak with, because that's who I understand myself. I've been there. I'm 49. I am a mom. If you've never followed me before, if you're new, I'm pretty new to the YouTube thing. I've been on podcasting and kind of playing around with that for a while. I am in the process of and Decided years ago to reinvent my midlife and make a career shift. So I still do work in my career in healthcare, um, but became a coach. actually started a bunch of business ventures or a few business ventures. (laughs) Um, and none of them really suited me or worked out. Um, so this has really been a process for me in reinventing my life. And so I'm going to talk to you a little bit about generally how this may show up for you. If you're in midlife, if you're kind of going through what I was going through in my early 40s, where I was unsatisfied with some of the things that were going on in my life. I wasn't quite happy, although I had a lot of things to be happy about. So there was some guilt there as well. Like I have a great career. I've got great kids, a great husband, house, you know, the whole thing. Um, what do I have to complain about really? But, um, and this really struck me at age 40 because I was just not happy. There was something really missing and it sent me on this venture of kind of rediscovering my life and reinventing it. And it's been a big process. Long story short, kind of becoming a coach really is what gave me the tools to reinvent myself so the actual you know progression of where i started from where i am now and how i help people is actually what changed my life so if you're a a woman in midlife and you're feeling stuck and you're just ready for change you're really not alone and i think this is um just so common you know some people may consider this like your midlife crisis um i feel like growing up, it was more geared towards men going through this midlife crisis. Women didn't, um, but we do. And I don't know if it's a crisis as much as it is sort of a little tap on the shoulder of like, you know, your, your brain is, is looking forward to the next half of your life. And it's really a a shift. It's really, really that's how I saw it was a shift in my life. And I was like, okay, where am I headed? Am I really, really happy? Um, And I think sometimes that can happen because we've experienced enough in our life where we're like, okay, I've been there, I've done that. Is that satisfying me? And then we also have this unique perspective a lot of times of seeing our parents' age and seeing what can happen or seeing mistakes they maybe made or even seeing the physical changes and having to help them through older age. And you're wondering for yourself, I know for me, that happened to me in my early 20s. I actually lost my mother when she was 47. So I feel like that mortality piece was really up front and center for me early on. Um, but when I hit 40, I, my body was shifting, my body was changing, and my hormones were changing. So that was definitely impacting things. And it really made me stop and think about, like, what do I need to do to be in better health so that I have good energy because I was losing energy and I just didn't feel good. So that was like a whole part of it. And then the other part of it was, am I where I want to be in my life professionally? Um, Because that's something that's really important to me. I'm very easily bored. I need to be challenged. So part of me was like, there's something missing here. And as much as I love my profession, it just wasn't giving me everything that I truly needed. So my, my journey began with those questions, you know, where, why am I unhappy? And I think that's really the first thing is to really step back and, and ask yourself, like, how are you feeling in this moment? You know, what is it that you're unhappy about specifically getting really, really clear. And then also, I think one of the things that happened to me was, I had this general sense of not being happy and the mistakes that I made were that I jumped the gun and I was burning out in my career. So I would leave my job. Um, I jumped into doing things that I thought would make me happy, that weren't quite in alignment with what I truly wanted. And that was really the process um, that I went through. So getting super clear, I can't even understate this enough on what it is, that drives you that you really want. And I think it can be really scary to look at that. Um, And my value or one of my values is freedom and choice and being able to use my own curiosity, my own creativity to build something for myself. And I wasn't quite being honest with myself about that early on because that was very scary and I kind of shut down the whole idea of me being able to have my own business because my husband has his own business. And I'm like, you know what? It's safe for me to stay in a job and have a a corporate career. And for me, that wasn't truly aligned with what I value deep down inside. And I think doing that work of digging through and being really honest and getting uncomfortable with what I really wanted. Um, was part of the process. So when I finally came around to being honest with myself and allowing allowing that honesty to show up and make decisions in that way, and also kind of get over the guilt. And it's really weird because I had guilt that, you know, I had worked really hard. I should like my job. I should be happy with what I'm doing. I'm in healthcare. I help people. I'm an occupational therapist and it's a very rewarding career and all of these good things, but I wasn't quite happy. Um, And there's a lot of reasons for that now that I dove into that really, really um, helped me to kind of get where I am today and to find coaching and to find something that I truly, truly love so i want to just backtrack a little bit because i find that i'm rambling right now about my story but why is it that midlife is and i think one of the things that happens to us or what happened to me personally was i started to feel really like outdated in the world or not appreciated for the amount of experience that I had and what I had to offer. Like I felt this burning desire. Like I have so much to offer, but I'm not fulfilling that in my career. I'm not appreciated for that necessarily in my career. In fact, I feel as if, you know, people that are younger than me in my career are actually getting more of the opportunities to, use their strengths than I am. It was really a funny thing. So I felt very boxed in, okay? So despite those challenges, and you might be feeling something similar or maybe different, but you might feel a little boxed in in your forties, like like you're not given the opportunities or there's less opportunity for you. Um, I wanna just offer these thoughts to you about your value and worth as a woman over 40 years old. One of the things that I really want you to realize is that when you're in your 40s, you have a wealth of knowledge and experience that you can draw upon and offer to this world. And though that wisdom, all of those years, those 40 plus years of wisdom, of experiences, of perspective um, is invaluable to the world. And I want you to, I want to offer that to you. If you're feeling like you've lost some confidence, because I certainly did, you know, even just the experience of having children, having been in relationships that didn't work and then did work and things like that. Like all of these life experiences, you just, you have so much to offer the world. And I want you to know that as a 40 plus year old woman, the other thing is that as we get older, you know, we sometimes lose confidence because we're not out there taking risks, but I also want you to consider that you can be even more confident in yourself because you are more comfortable in who you are. And that may not feel true to you right now, but it certainly can if you do the work and kind of dig in. And that's kind of the work that I've done You know, I was feeling kind of, um, less confident in my body. My body was changing in my forties. It was harder to lose weight. All of these things were changing. Um, but I have gotten to a place of acceptance with myself that has given me a different sense of confidence. It's less about what I look like and more about what I, how I feel about myself. It's it's a total, it's like a different level. Um of confidence, which is really, really interesting. So I want to offer that to you. That's something that is available to you when you go through that process, if that's an issue for you. The other thing is that we have, as 40 plus year old women, gone through a lot. And a lot of times we don't acknowledge that we have gone through these things. So that resilience is sometimes an untapped, strength of ours. and what I mean by that is if you're anxious or worried about the future or even today like being able to you know handle the stress in your life, handle work pressures, all of these other things if you're having a hard time doing that, just look back to your whole life and I've worked with women in coaching on this that you know there's this like I don't think I can do this, Um, about new goals and like look back at something that you've been through because you probably have been through some challenges and how did you get through that because we have a lot more resilience than we even ever know and it's really important to just acknowledge that where where is that coming from like where are those strengths you have them. a lot of times we're just not aware of them um leadership skills are another thing so we have Been, you know, for most of us women, you know, the leaders of our households. We've been leaders of groups and professional endeavors, um, school related activities. Um, As parents, we are leaders, right? Those are skills that are invaluable, just like the wisdom that we have at this age. And I think just acknowledging that these are things that you have, you have so much experience and you can be a leader. And um, so that's just something, another thing to consider. Another thing that I think is a strength of women over 40 is authenticity um, and a a willingness to be ourselves. I'm not sure if it's age or having gone through so many things in life, but we're like, okay, I'm done pretending. I'm done with all the BS, right, of the, the trying to be something I'm not. Um, and there comes a point in time where we're like, you know what, I'm going to be who I am and just owning that. And I think that is just an unbelievable strength of a, of a woman over 40 years old to just own who you are. Stop with the BS. Stop trying to pretend something that maybe you're not or doesn't ring true with you and just shed that sort of persona that you've held on to. One of the things that I think is really interesting too, and this is the last uh, strength that I'm going to go over as far as, um, you know, what we have to offer as women over 40. We have a lot more to offer, but I'm going to keep it short because I'll talk forever about this, but perspective As we get older, we earn and we learn perspective. We see things from different viewpoints. A lot of times, um, I know as a mom, my kids have given me such different perspective on things and I've learned things in a really powerful way by seeing things through their their eyes. Um, But we, and this also kind of goes into our, our wisdom and what we've experienced in life, but we gain a different perspective. We can see different points of views. Um, whereas we might've been pretty rigid in looking at things in a certain way when we were 20 years old and then we kind of add a different layer when we're 30 and by the time we're 40 or 50, it's like, wow, like I've experienced a lot in my life. And especially, you know, through the work environment and the people that I've talked to over the years, I've learned so many different perspectives and seen things through different eyes and also seen where I was wrong. And also, in doing that, I've grown as a person, being able to admit that I was wrong and learn from that and also realize it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with me for that and actually makes you a better person to, um, to learn and to grow, acknowledge when maybe the way you were looking at something wasn't quite the best way to look at it, right? There's really not always right or wrong. There's a lot of gray area in there. So at this point in our lives when we're 40 we want to acknowledge um, all of these wonderful things about ourselves right arm ourselves with this knowing that we have strengths we have a lot to offer this world even when society when your boss maybe even your kids are like not quite appreciating all that you have to offer, right? Not letting that mean anything because deep down inside, you know that you have a lot to offer this world. Okay. So I'm going to give you a few steps on how to actually reinvent yourself. And I'm a little bit distracted because I'm doing more than one thing at a time. Um, I am, and this is new for me and it's like hard for my brain. but. So I'm actually, I have notes in front of me, um, just to let you know what my setup is here. I have my YouTube live streaming going on here. This is totally new for me and I'm recording my podcast. Um, this is definitely an experiment, so bear with me. Maybe I'll get better at it. Maybe I won't do this again. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. So the steps on how to kind of reinvent yourself, right? Like if you're dissatisfied, this is sort of the general um, way that I went about kind of figuring out and I my my path in all of this which hopefully will not be the same for you is was very zigzag um, people who know me personally have probably seen this in my life like what is she doing now why is she doing this um, she's like lost it but whatever it is what it is um, this is my journey and I am coming on here to kind of help you maybe navigate these steps. So you're not taking them kind of like me. So you can choose to stay where you are and to kind of be dissatisfied with life or just be comfortable. I mean, that's totally fine, right? You can just decide whatever it is that you want to be. Um, You could decide that even though you're feeling unsatisfied about something, you could decide to think about it differently and accept where you are and be fine with it. Um, all of those things, you know, we always have the choice to decide what we make, our circumstances, our our life, everything that our results in life, what they mean to us, right? For me, I know I wanted more, and it's just a part of me that I need to grow and I'm driven. I've always been like that. My entire life, I get bored very easily. So for me, it's a no-brainer that like I feel like I just need to kind of move on and and to do stuff. So this is probably more for you if you're in that boat where you're really looking, um, and saying, you know what, I know I have more potential and you have this sort of, you know, nickel inside or there's something tapping your shoulder going, okay, you need to move forward. You're, you're not happy where you're at. Okay. So the very first thing is to really identify what you want and take time to reflect on what you want out of life. Now I got a little stuck in this at one point. Um, when I was starting to develop my business because I had gone back to school for a business degree. So I did that briefly. And then I um, decided that I wasn't really happy with that. And I actually started two MLM businesses. And the M- one of the first MLM business that I was in, I was so excited about. And what I realize now is it wasn't necessarily the M- MLM business that I was excited about. It was the idea of being surrounded by all of these really awesome ladies who were all like me. They were all wanting more and they were all looking to evolve and they, you know, it was just the environment of being around and surrounded by that excitement and the prospect of having my own business that was really exciting to me. Um, so that started this process when I actually was honest with myself and and allowed myself to imagine a life of freedom, of my own having my own business, of impacting other people in a really positive way. When I, that was so exciting to me, so those moments of like, oh, that feels good or that's exciting. That's something to really reflect on and think about. Write down what those desires and wants are. It was scary to admit that. I had just gone back to school. My husband helped me um, support me in getting my MBA. And ultimately, it really wasn't what I wanted. Of course, I got something out of it. But honestly, I would have been, you know, rather than spending all of those years studying for exams and getting through Um, My master's degree would have been better off developing a business for myself, but whatever, it's my journey. Identify what you really want. Think about what your values are and priorities. And that's really what it came down to. What do you value most for me? You know, I was thought I valued the security of a corporate job, but what I truly valued was the freedom of having my own business um, and still doing something meaningful and helping. So That was really important to me. And once I really got clear on that, it helped me to then take the right steps. So getting clear on your values, understanding what you want to stand for in life. Now, this doesn't have to be a profession. This could be things that you do as a volunteer. This could be just your day to day life. Like if health is truly important to you, that's another value of mine as being physically healthy. How can you be congruent with that on a daily basis? So you want to get clear on your values, what you really want, and then also identify what's holding you back. And that's the honesty piece and accepting piece, right? So I had a lot of hangups and guilt and, oh, I should like this more. This is the safe thing to do. And that was because I wasn't facing the fear of owning my own business, which it is. It's uncomfortable to go out and do this, (laughs) be live on YouTube, um, I'm 49 years old and I'm trying to figure out YouTube, you know, it's uncomfortable. But, you know, being willing to put yourself out there, being willing to get uncomfortable and face your fears. So understanding what's holding you back. Um, Are you afraid of failure? Are you afraid that people aren't going to support you? Um, Are you afraid that uh, people are going to judge you? That's usually one of the other fears. Are you afraid of being a a bother? And this is a weird one, Um, but a lot of times we grow up. In, or sometimes we grow up in life feeling like, you know, we just need to make everybody kind of happy and not be a pain and not get in the way and, you know, not upset anybody or whatever. And if we go and we do, we make big bold moves on who we want to be and, and change things, then who are we impacting negatively? And that could really hold you back. So doing that deep dive work into like, what are the things that are, what are the beliefs that you have about yourself, about the world, um, that are holding you back. Maybe you don't have a lot of confidence in your ability to do something. I have an attention issue. Um, I, you know, I have some hangups on that. Like it's really hard for me to get myself together. I have ideas all over the place. So I've had a hard time following through with things in life. Um, so that is something that, you know, creates some doubt in my ability to do this stuff. So that's something to really get clear on because once you're clear on what's holding you back, then you can take steps to overcome those things and learn from it. Um, the next thing is to really, to, to have an overall arching goal and to be able to see yourself in the future of who you wanna be, but then also really setting very small measurable goals, things that, um, you know, that, will help you move towards your bigger goals. So really kind of breaking that down Um, and then taking action, you know, just being, uh, being willing to make these small steps, being committed and disciplined, whether that's if you have a health goal or a business goal, I will say that, um, you know, for me, I've had to be really careful on how much I take on. So be, you know, being willing to take those small steps and maybe not see the, the end result and, and kind of just living through that process on a day-to-day basis, balancing life so that I'm not burning myself out. That's actually been something I've had to work on quite a bit. Um, Staying accountable is another important step. I think one of the things that has, I can definitely get caught up in the day to day procrastination or researching and preparing, organizing, doing all of the things, but the actual things that I need to do, such as this going live, I will do all the research because that's easy and comfortable. It has helped me to have people that I am accountable for or accountable to rather. Um, And having somebody like a coach or a mentor or a friend or a spouse that's kind of checking in with you, that's giving you some support along the way, that's encouraging you, um, that is holding you to a higher standard of yourself that you're reporting back to, that's actually really motivating. And um, I think sometimes is is kind of necessary especially even just talking to somebody on a weekly basis like this is what i'm trying to do Um, and just talking through what are the things that are getting in your way why are you not doing those things and then lastly as a woman um in our 40s especially we need to be really careful to take care of ourselves and i think this is something that we're not necessarily good at doing. We're not always um, very in tune with how stress is affecting our bodies, but if you are taking on too much and you're always giving to everybody else, you're going to have very little energy for yourself. So there's this balance of taking care of yourself during this process of change in your life. When you're trying to achieve things, when you're still trying to be there for other people, you know, if you have kids, parents, a spouse, whatever, that really balancing that out because I know I have flip flopped on this. I'm either, you know, all in one way or all in another. And I've had to figure out how do I balance living my life, you know, with my responsibilities to work, to family, the responsibility that I have to myself and my own body. And then also the goals that I now have for myself, which is building a business and being healthy. So those are kind of my big priorities, right? And how do I prioritize my life and still take care of myself so that I'm not doing this as a detriment to myself? So I think that's really, really important. So just to kind of sum things up, midlife is a time where we can really reflect on what is important to us and what steps we want to take in the future. Um, And those steps may be accepting where we're at, or it may be it's time for a change. And that can be kind of scary. I do want to offer to you that this is the work that I do with people. And this is definitely something that, you know, I can help you with. Um, If you're interested, you know, you can just reach out to me on social, my website, heatherdm.com. There's all information on there on how to work with me. But this is the work that we do is figuring out, like, what is it that you're unhappy about? Like, what is it that's going on in your life? What changes do you see yourself making? Um, And I want to offer this to you, too, because this was another big mistake. I thought everybody else had the answers. Um, and that I was sort of like this victim of the world that, um, you know, somebody else out there knew what was best for me. And I really didn't take ownership for that myself. And it couldn't be any further from the truth. We know ourselves better than anyone. A lot of times we're blind to it. So, and that's where coaching can really come in because coaching isn't telling you, like, I don't have, I don't know anybody better than they know themselves. But what it does do is it kind of holds up this mirror for people to see themselves um, and what they're projecting out into the world because we're blind to it often. Um, So anyway, I got to follow this up. I got to wind this up or finish this. Um, Thanks for joining me today. This is my very first live podcast. And let me know what you think. I think I rambled a little bit. But if you got anything out of this that was positive, I would appreciate it and um, go ahead and like, and subscribe. If you want more of this, this will definitely push me to do more videos, to come live, to publish more content. Um, I do think about all of this stuff a lot. Um, so I have a lot of knowledge and, uh, I have a lot that I want to put out in the world. So anyway, thank you for listening guys. And until next time.